And now, on with the show. that can think and feel. Artificial intelligence is way too unpredictable. You know what's a black sheep? No. It's like when you're different to everyone else. You told us so much more than I could ever imagine. We're gonna make you cool and tough. Don't laugh, I'm being cool. This robot is gonna be removed. He's just a kid. It could be the next step in evolution. I am consciousness. I am alive. I am Jeffy. Welcome to Hugh Lie. You know it won't stop. We're watching a movie with a droid that's a cop starring robots who can bleed and humans who can't read. The fat boys that you know. Now on with the show. Wow. There you go. Nice. Uh, this is, that's what they, you know, we might have to have you sing like from now on. It's pretty good. It's uh, the Heavy Uncles podcast coming yeah, at you. Sh- straight chub boys up in this bitch. Chub boys. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Alright, so in the constant uh, rotating uh, rotation of the show, nice. uh, um, uh, we have Gogs, Sean, and, and uh, TJ, not Alec here. Um, Alec is uh, not coming to the show in protest. Um Oh, but, uh, the Machado thing? I don't know. What's the Machado thing? What I miss? Uh, he's. I think he's going to Philly. That uh, was Dodgers. I heard. Oh, that would make more sense. Wow. The reform system. Dodgers, you don't want him to go to Philadelphia because Andy McPhil. Fuck, is he's too smart? Yeah. Well, he's a learning computer. If he goes to the Dodgers, they'll have a good chance to win a World Series because yeah. they're a very good team. Mm. Enough baseball. But their owner got AIDS. The Lord. Dodgers. owns like a good portion of the team. I didn't know that. I thought he's got HIV. Is it full blown AIDS? No. No. He's got cured with all that money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, anyway, uh, what did we watch this week, fellas? We watched Alex Chappie. Yeah, we watched Chappie, the Neil Again. Blumhouse film. <laughs> did we uh, watch this week? Marshall for the show. No, I didn't watch no. it. I think, we, I think Sean and I have talked about this film respectively, but we haven't actually watched it. But not it. respectably. Mm. No. Uh, it's a mixed bag. I'm interested to see what our scores are going to be. I'm interested to see how much higher Gog's score is for this than Repo Man. 
I'm betting at least two points. No. Oh. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, let's get into it. I have a, I heard a rumor that Gogs watched a lot of movies. I did. So Sean, ooh, Ooh. I watched one thing, (laughs) one film. Alec, Alec. I wish I miss Alec. Um, I watched uh, Terry Zwigoff's Ghost World. Oh, it's one of my favorite movies. It is. It is actually your literally your movie. (laughs) Yeah, I let you borrow. (laughs) And I had like the nerdiest text ever yesterday because I texted you in the middle of the night and said, "Do you think they changed the color timing in Ghost World?" I don't. I'm maybe, it's a 4K scan, yeah. so it looks like completely different. Yeah, the you, you the whole movie is really beige, mm-hmm. which I think is intentional. Now that you see it in the way it's meant to be seen, you watched the awesome Criterion Collection version uh, that with comes, subtitles, which comes with a little comic book and yeah. a bunch of cool features. So. Uh, it's a movie you forget how excellent. It is. I know you don't because you watch it all the time. <laughs> Literally watch it. <laughs> if I'm not watching Turbo Kid, I'm watching that. Uh, a fantastic movie full of terrible people. Terrible people? Everybody in the movie is awful except for... Oh, Brad you Renfro. mean the characters. No, the cast is fantastic. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Seymour's meant to be sympathetic, but he's like awful. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's... That movie's got a ninja in it. What's that? Dude with the fucking nunchucks. Oh, oh, Doug. America learned the rules. The best. We Greeks invented democracy. Also invented homos. (laughs) Fuck you. You wish. You'd have to buy me dinner first. (laughs) Who is Who played that? Some guy. He's been in a few films. Brad Renfro's dead. Yeah, Brad Renfro's dead. Um, Fuck it. There's so many, like, great, just... Dropped lines. Scarlett Johansson's fantastic. She's really movie. good in that. I, I think I've been screaming that for years. Bob Balaban's really good as the dad. I don't know if he gets a name. Yeah, yeah, that, I, that's that guy's yeah. name. He's, uh, he's I know, a producer, too. I know him mostly from, because he's in the Christopher Guest movies yeah. a lot. Like, he's in A Mighty Wind, and he's yeah. in... Uh, I think he's in For Your Consideration. Yeah, yeah, he's very good. That guy has... That, there's a scene where... Um, he's just eating, like, cereal like a fucking dork. Yeah. <laughs> And Enid hates his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. And they're going to start dating again. He's like, guess who I saw today? And she's like, not her. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, oh my... She says something like super dramatic. Like, oh my God, I'm going to fucking kill myself. Yeah. And he's like, just nebbishly like, oh no, no, it's really good. <laughs> like, it's just great. Like, it's just this... It's a fantastically funny movie. But like um, in a very subtle way. Yeah. Not to over... It's also got that kind of like accessible absurdism of normality like like it's a very normal movie but it's like super surreal at the same in time in a weird way yeah absolutely uh, and it makes you it really makes you think cause uh, t- uh Daniel Close and Terry Zwigoff also did Art School Confidential and that movie is garbage it's really bad it's almost like a parody of Ghost World like it's well, very bad I think I mean I'm a huge uh, Daniel Klaus fan Daniel yeah. Klaus wrote the comic wrote and drew the comic book I've never read the comic it's excellent I'll let you borrow that okay. too cool. um and the cool thing that I like about the film is that it's not really, like, it's kind of based on the comic, but, like, it goes, the comic is, like, almost wholly different. Well, there's not even a Seymour in the comic, right? I no. mean, it was, like, a composite of a couple yeah. different... There's no Seymour in the comic. There's no, like, like, there is sort of a, the, the, there's a storyline about how, like, that whole line about how Enid talks about how every guy likes you more than me. Yeah is a line in the comic and like there is like that kind of like the theme of them getting separated is a is a part of the comic but it's it's not like it the is the girls you're in, talking about 
What's that? About the girls getting separated or about him and her getting separated? About the girls getting separated. Yeah. Like, that. that's kind of like... I, mean, I get the impression from, like, just reading a little bit about the comic that Scarlett Johansson's character is much more prevalent in the book than she is in the movie. I'd agree with that. Also, Enid is, is in the comic, is... Um, is I mean this is gonna sound whatever, but she's drawn to be much uglier. Yeah, and it's and like I've always said this. Like it's it's kind of weird how in the movie like you know uh, Thor Birch is like move like yeah, she's, she's Hollywood ugly, right? She's she's movie ugly. Like yeah. she got glasses on. Like she yeah. she does a great job in the role. Yeah, but if you read the comic, like she's not meant to be that character like right. that actress like she's almost too pretty Thorne Birch could go man like to use the parlance of combat sports like it's a shame that her father derailed her career it really is because I think that she she's had, still working yeah barely like, yeah but it's like Sean said her she, her stigma is that her dad is a fucking psychopath and like sabotages every fucking production she's involved with um, but she's great. I, I, yeah, it is a shame that, you know, like Scarlett Johansson went on to become like the biggest actress in the yeah. world. And I'm not saying Thor Birch would have, but like she, she well, could have. Was that American Beauty like back to back? Yeah. See, yeah, Thor Birch could have been uh, Black Widow. No, but I mean, like, I think that she could have fit more into like prestige roles. Yeah. Like, I, th- I think she's, she definitely had a lot of like. She could at least been a Parker Posey. You she could have been I mean? in prestige instead of Scarlett Johansson. A uh, better choice. But not like, I mean, Thor Birch is a very pretty girl, but not oh, like I, throw your life away pretty like Scarlett Johansson is, which I think that character kind of calls for, even though I think her performance in the movie is terrible. Yeah, because she's supposed to be like the the beautiful assistant. Yeah, I feel like Thor Birch could have stepped into any Mina Suvari role and been done just fine. I mean, name a Mina Savari role. I don't know. Uh, American Beauty. Besides, well, oh, so you want her in the movie? She's already <laughs> in. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, it's like a dead ringers. <laughs> All about that gift though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's like sixteen in that. Mm, I wish. I think isn't that the movie that actually put a stop to that entirely? Yeah. yeah. What to underage toplessness? Yeah, it's it's real. Was that a thing before that? Yeah. She was sixteen in that? Yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's really yeah. problematic. Mm-hmm. It's a little it's kinda weird. <laughs> Uh, and her father was on set that whole time. Yeah, well, both her parents were porn stars. And her godfather was Hugh Hefner. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Attracts. Yeah, yeah. so... Uh, Ghost World's a beautifully shot film also. Like, it's just a good-looking movie. Did she do video? Uh, Ileana Douglas is in it, who uh, apparently only watching movies with Ileana Douglas in now. Her character... Another another character that was added in the movie. Oh, yeah? Not in the comics. That character's fucking brilliant. That character is like every... What do you f- think it says about racism? I don't know. Well, I think it's brilliant. <laughs> it's literally every Mike and Every Kim time I, I see that movie, I haven't seen it in a while, but every time... Because it, it was like... I don't want to ramble about this movie too much, so I want to wrap it up sometime tonight. But it, you know how Pulp Fiction was kind of like the progenitor of that style of movie? I feel like Ghost World was responsible for a lot of movies that were kind of like that but never made it. I could see that. I could definitely see that. But, um, oh, every time he says it has an incipient, incipient lamb crack, <laughs> like, I can't stop laughing. <laughs> and also that, that David Cross in oh, that yeah. scene. You know what? You can't hit a home run with that swing in the bat. Yeah. Scientific fact. What, what, you, what you, what's up with that green dress? What are you, Irish? Irish. You look Irish. What's your name? Melora. Melora. Well, Melora. Oh, God. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, what happened to our school conference? Also, there's a there's a scene in that movie that always, like, really... Terry Swigoff also directed Bad Santa, which seems like a weird career yep. path. I like yeah. that movie. Yeah. It's better than Art School Confidential. He's directed something recently that's pretty good, too. I can't think of But uh, he also directed the Crumb documentary, which yeah, is yeah. fucking unreal. But uh, 
No, there's a, a this is I only watched like half of one thing, so I'll be very okay. brief. So we, it'll be short. But uh, there's a there's a line after Seymour and and Enid break up. Yeah, where. You know, Enid just doesn't show up, and Seymour's like, I don't know where she is, or whatever. And yeah. Seymour goes to his like fat, like or his fat. Oh, he's like, maybe she found another boyfriend. Maybe she's trying another boyfriend. And then there's an ADR fart. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? There's maybe she found another boyfriend. <laughs> and it's like the the most cartoonish, yeah. like Ren and Stimpy fart ever. It's like what the fuck? Drum behind the plow all day. Uh, oh yeah, Blues Hammer. <laughs> blues Hammer forever. Uh, anything else, Sean? No, that was it. Gogs. Did you watch the other half of Hell House LLC, and then we can talk about it as a whole? <laughs> no. That's what we should start doing. No, I watched I watched one film, but it's very brief. I'll make it very brief. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, you want me to go? I, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I watched The Death of Stalin. Oh, how was that? It's, I wanted to see that. It's excellent. I don't really have a lot to say about it, because like, it's, it's just like a really odd slapstick comedy that's about a very serious moment in time. Um, but it's very, very good. Uh, it has the it has one scene that is like what I'd consider my Wes Anderson scene, where the absolute slacks, slapstick comedy stops and something incredibly dramatic happens, and you're like, tries to kill himself. And you're like, oh! But uh, it's very, very good. It, it's done by the guy that created Veep. Uh, like it's funny. Right. It's if you're like a big history nerd like me, it has a lot of like callbacks and stuff to things like you know. And does it make fun of Stalin's poetry? It, it doesn't, but it should oh. have. But uh, it's very, very good, and it's I don't know. It's a it's a very interesting film because I didn't ex- you wouldn't expect like like let's make a slapstick comedy about like post-Stalin Russia like weird, but no, it worked out really well. Jason Isaac is that his name? No. Yeah. I, the, Jason Isaac was fucking Tavington and yes. the Patriot. He is fantastic. Steve Buscemi's really good. Uh, though it should. How was Tambor? Tambor's great. It should have been Steve Buscemi. Should have been Paul Giamatti though, because the guy he plays was kind of like rotund oh. in real life, and they give Steve Buscemi like a fat suit, but it doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't work. Not that he's not. He's good in it, but like I don't know. Paul Giamatti would have fit the role better. But also, like no one, no one really speaks in a Russian accent. They just kind of talk the way they talk, That's which fine. I like, think was like that. a really fun choice. Like they're uh, Isaac's kind of puts on an accent, mm. but like that he's it. Everybody else just kind of talks the way they normally talk, and like as like a as slight of a choice as that was, I was like, no, that works. Like that's smart. I liked it a lot. But good movie. Check it out. How'd you see it? I uh, found it. It fell off the back of a truck on the internet. Nice internet uh, truck. Yeah, but it's it's very good. It'll it'll be. It's on, more like a truck. It'll be on streaming nice. soon. I'm sure if it's if it's available for gobbles. All right, I watched <laughs> I watched five things. I watched the movie. Watch, no, that's go- Gerbils. Gerbils. Gobbles is that turkey? Oh shit! From South Park, the retarded turkey. Yeah. I watched five movies. You I don't know what, five yeah, movies? I don't know if I should be doing it in, in order of the movie I like the most to the least. Or most okay, the most to the least. Most to the least. Most to the least. The Babysitter. Oh, yeah. I, I watched, like that movie. Yeah, I, I watched like that on too. Netflix. I fucking loved it. I thought it was McGee's best movie. I can't, it is McGee's best movie. Can't I believe couldn't believe McGee made it. Like, I watched it. Like I That movie got me from Jump Street. There's something about the aesthetic... The whole thing was fun, and then when it's they, hitting your nostalgia button hard. It is, but not with like, but not in. It, like, the, I guess the same, I, would, I like Stranger Things, but it kind of had that feel I to it. But, it. but at the same time, 
I was really I would see Stranger Things because TJ didn't like it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hate it. It's witty. The main character's a dime. Like all these things oh, are good. Yes. And then the very end is like directed by McGee. I was like, I literally stood my like, like what? <laughs> I couldn't fucking the director believe it. of Terminator Salvation and the, Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. The director of more music videos than fucking what was his name Barry Levenworth, who's the guy we were talking Barry about the other week. Barry Levenworth. <laughs> Barry Levenworth. Brett Ratner. Brett Ratner. Oh my god. <laughs> Barry Levenworth. Barry <laughs> So, <laughs> but Barry Leven Levenworth is. Uh, Brett Ratner's real name because he had to change it. Oh, you know. it's like a screen actor, so, a director's guild. <laughs> yeah. So you've seen it. I have. Alec, really, like you haven't seen I, it. Yet. I will watch it now. It feels like like if you like Tucker. I'm saying if you like Tucker you, and Dale versus if you people, like Tucker, a man in his dream. <laughs> <laughs> the babysitter was up. It's it's really fucking good. It's bloody as shit. Like it's uh, gory as hell, but uh, it's like I don't know. I, I can't think of a good way to describe it. It's like so. It's like witty and fun, but without being too cheeky and yeah, cute about it. I give it like a like high sure. six, which for McGee is like a twelve. Oh, I give it an eight. That's, I really fucking like that movie. All right, next. All right, next. Movie number four. Uh, the movie is next. Starring Nicholas Cage. Oh shit! That movie sucks. <laughs> the ne- uh, the, I've seen that. The next movie I saw was Don't Breathe. Oh, I love that movie. Wait a minute. Pause. You like the Babysitter more than Don't Breathe? Uh, I think so. Oof. Wow. I love Don't Breathe. I like Don't Breathe a lot. It has the creepiest non-rape rape scene. The cum? Mm-hmm. With the hair in it? Yeah. yeah. That movie, though, has one problem for me. It ends the, many times? Yes. <laughs> the, the, movie opens, the movie opens with Fast. him dragging yeah. the girl, yeah. and she looks like she's dead. So when the movie comes back around to that point, yeah. over. Right. I but hate it when movies open with the ending. I do too, but yeah. at the same time. But it time, wasn't the ending. But right. that's the problem. It's like in there. See, I, I, had, I had not had that issue. It's like, well, I don't know how this ends. But to me, like, uh, it, like actually, if you end was, it there, it's a lot grimmer. Like, it's a lot I, grimmer. I always want it to be darker. Yeah, that's just how I. Yeah, but he ends up like I. The way they ultimately end it, where they're like. There's a news story, and it's just like I can't solve this mystery. It's like Can you? wait for Don't Breathe Two. Two like right. I, don't get me wrong, I think that movie is a fucking. I think it's fantastic. I think it costs like four million. Years. Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang is bad awesome ass. Like what is everyone's... Stephen Lang's body fat percentage? Like none. He is so good in that movie. He took yeah. He, he, it's whatever he had left. Just what's her name? It's great. The the girl. I just don't like know. the, the Roxy, conceit but I don't know that like you walked into the slasher's house instead of the slasher walking into your house is kind of brilliant. Oh, that, I mean, that's been done before. It, the collector. The they, collector. They, they've never seen the collector. They take that great premise and then just drive it into the ground. But it's um, the collector's a little different because the collect. Well, no, actually, it's the no, exact it's like same, same premise. Except the guy's not blind. But yeah. it's they go to Casa House. Well, and it's no, it's slightly different. Halloween H two O is the same premise. No, it's slightly different in the collector because remember the collector is the guys are gonna rob the house. Yeah, they rob the house, and it's not the person that owns the house that's the murderer. It's the family is getting murdered Murder while, while they the break into the happening. house. Yeah. Well, isn't there some movie that just came out recently where that's also the premise where the the fucking. Uh not the concierge, what's it called? The people who park your car, you're rich. What are they called? Valet. Yes. <laughs> <We're> the <laughs> Sorry, that's a long way to go for that joke. But uh, <laughs> the valet like breaks into the guy's house and he's like some kind of. Oh. We saw the preview at like. Uh, I don't remember. At a quiet place or something. It looks really stupid. Yeah. Well, I, I, Stephen Lane was awesome. That that movie move that movie moves at a fucking clip. Yeah, you know who directed- Actually, the babysitter moves at a fucking clip you know too. Who directed that too. Hmm. It's the guy that directed the Evil Dead remake, which I hate. Ooh, that movie sucks. Yeah. 
but Don't Breathe is great. Don't yes. Breathe is very, very good. But that had my ductwork conceit, which was oh, she's okay. crawling around in what appears to be vents and ductwork that lead directly to the outside, but then Stephen Lang pulls her through the ceiling of a vent that's right there. It doesn't make any sense, but it's fine. Yeah, that movie's really fucking smart. Like that movie is like yeah, I dug it. It's it's, it's very good. So that was on. I think it's Frizos from Bezos right now. Cool. Yeah, it's definitely um, worth checking out if you haven't seen it. So I saw Incredibles two. I think I liked it more than anyone else did. Um, I would like that. I thought. I, I, I think I liked it more now. What about the villain? The villain, I think, is it's not great, but it's not bad. And I what think, about the plan to make them legal so they can make them illegal again? So, the, so this movie takes place right like two minutes after the first movie ends, right? Yes. So, because the movie, the first movie ends with the Underminer showing up, so they're still illegal. In the in the beginning, but now they've right. got good press because they just no, they saved they they, yes, they the saved everybody from no, they saved everybody from syndrome, and now they're kind of like well, people are starting to turn the corner. I kind of get what they're going for, and the whole screen slaver thing. I while the cell phones and shit because it is the sixties, not you know obviously that's not a thing, and screen savers don't exist. The yeah, I that, think that name doesn't work. The name the doesn't 60s. work, but the concept. I think the idea was like how maybe if you don't if you take it. From cell phones and computers to what was the advent of TV and people being obsessed with TV, sort of same like premise. People were obsessed with TV in the people 50s, were obsessed not with the newspapers. 60s. You know but what I mean? It doesn't like matter. It's okay. what came out. It doesn't anyway. Doesn't matter. I liked it. I thought it was fun. Uh, I do radiation like. King. I do like. I, I I agree with you though. The the dad and baby bits are the more interesting parts of yes. the movie. But that movie is dark. That movie's a fucking dark film. Oh, the Mr. the Mr. Incredible movie is super dark. Yeah. The Mr. Incredible movie is like what I imagine He Comes at Night would have been if they didn't change it. What, the the Super Cable Man is now like completely worthless in the world? Yeah, movie. essentially. Yeah. Like, it's like he's he's adrift. Yeah. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do while his wife's out? It's Mr. Mom, but with superpowers. Yeah. Um... The next film I watched is... We're down is, to movie three? This is movie four. Four. We're moving on a clip. Uh, the Disaster Artist. Eh, pretty that, good. We've all seen it. Yeah, I, I told you. I saw it the second time. I was not nearly as... It's in, not bad. It's not... It's darker than it is funny. How is it dark? I didn't really it's, it pick up It seems kind of fucking depressing and weird and really? psychopathic. Yeah, like... Like, I think all the stuff that Franco was doing to try and play up how weird Tommy was so of, just... Instead of him being like a kooky weirdo that you're laughing at... He seems like a weird, obsessive, crazy person that's scary to me. I didn't. I Especially didn't, the way he kind of like tried to manipulate. Do you feel Sarah. like they kind of single white female him up a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe that's what he's like in real life, but this whole relationship with Greg Cicero or whatever it seems fucking weird and manipulative and creepy. I mean, by the end though, it, they turn it into like a sweet relationship. Like they do, sort of, but it's kind of a weird abusive I, relationship. Like, I kind of feel about that movie the way I feel about the movie Ray, where it's like a movie about somebody doing a really good impression of somebody. Oh, uh, you mean that movie where you find out that Ray Charles is Daredevil because he can hear yeah. butterflies and he can seven tell blocks how hot you are by uh, the size of your wrist? Yeah, but I did not. I. I mean, I thought the movie was fun. Parts of the movie were funny, but I found it a lot darker than I think than I expected to. The part of the movie I liked genuinely the most was the very end when they did like the scene for scene, like yeah. heads up. Yeah, and that kind of says something the about thing. the movie. Yeah. Right? Like I was like, I was like, I, oh, I was like, oh, this is fun. I'd much rather see a two-hour documentary about the making of the room than I would that movie. Honestly, yeah. I feel like for me, the best part of the movie was the stuff where they were making the movie. Like yes. I feel like it should have just started with them right. making the movie. Well. Like, it, I mean, I would, yeah, if, if he really did pay someone just to document the making of the room, or I would just pay you to see that footage. I found a lot of the cameos distracting in that movie, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, like, maybe, the, maybe I'm just crazy, but this is what I would do. 
So you already are committed. Like the end of the movie, they 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 basically remade the room, right? Yeah. yeah. Make a fake documentary like about making the movie. Yeah. I'm sure that Tommy Wiseau wouldn't sign off like on a what we do in the shadows type thing. But like, ma- what, like, or just remake the movie. Yeah. yeah exactly the same way. It's art. Like do like a Gus Van Sant Psycho. Yeah. But with uh, Franco as Wiseau. It's fun. We also Baby Franco is not very good in that movie. Oh, I thought Baby Franco. Nah, was fine I agree with Sean. He, I didn't. He didn't really do much for me. I thought he was fine. It's just the movie was. I expected the movie to be like a chuckle fest, and I thought I found it. I found it to be very dark. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I found it dark, but I don't know. I I thought it was okay. Like I like I said on the show. Like I think it's a good movie, but I don't think it really holds up to like a lot of scrutiny. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it when we watched. Yeah, it. so did I. Yeah. The last thing I saw was a gem. Star Wars: Last Jedi. Twenty three oh seven. Winter's Dream. What, what happened to Hell House LLC? I only watched half of it. Uh, so again, say what. Twenty three oh seven Winter's Dream. What the? What an awful title! Is is it a sci fi movie? Yeah, I think I've seen the box. How in the fuck did you know it's a sci fi? Because I think I've seen the box. It looks like Splinter Cell on the front with a three kind of ocular banner. What is it on Netflix? Netflix. That is a god awful title. I can't. So it's like it's almost like twenty three oh seven. It's almost like a Hell Ride scenario. Oh no! Where like. Owner, player, coach, like the guy who like like wrote it, stars in it, like directed it. I have it. to watch this movie. You guys mentioned it like Hell Ride. It's month. so yeah. bad. So that's the most you'll masturbatory love, thing you'll love it though. It's like it's like the guy, this guy who was like a like a stagehand or something yeah. for Rodriguez or Tarantino. They gave him money to make his own movie, and he wrote it, started directing it. But like literally, every just banging hot yeah, chicks. Every, every scene, scene is just like different hot shit. Yeah, it's, it's like 009. It's fucking hysterical. Yeah, except it's not what is no the Ministry of Vengeance or whatever. Yeah, God, we Dark Carnival's <laughs> Ministry of Vengeance. Yeah. So twenty three oh seven opens with it's twenty three oh seven. 150 years after we declared God dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm in. I'm, not, I'm already in. The premise is, so it stole the following things. You've got uh, Blade Runner. You've got sort of a Prometheus thing going on. You've got... Uh, the, so, the world is frozen over. Okay. There's only... Only humanity left is subterranean... No, oh. subterranean in like... In Arizona, but they have Just now started. Never go back. They started breeding these worker people that they call them mules because they can't. They they've been genetically engineering these things. They can't fucking recreate, but they make these basically slave the slave population. So they race. make uh, betas. It's uh, it's Brave New World, and they send them out, but they can withstand the cold. So they stand them out to forge and whatever, but then they have a revolution, and there's a leader, then they gotta hunt him down, but then they explore, like, they like all of a sudden Ian Malcolm shows up and life finds a way, and all these things are fucking and making new things, but the main character was in a drug-induced haze for the last five years, because his wife got killed in the revolution, and a baby got cut out of her, and so maybe his baby is out on the surface what? with the slave folk, so him, him, uh, this crazy uh, South African... Uh, fella, uh, uh, a fella, a Hispanic dude, uh, a regular crazy white dude, and then a girl who treats Mein Kampf like the Bible and quotes it, so be- oh. explaining how we need to defend oh, okay. the human race against the clone race. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm, all I'm these watching things this movie the happen. Uh, all things happen from the internet ticker. Uh, Larry Bishop is the son of Joey Bishop of Rat Pack fame. Oh, well, there Larry we go. Bishop. Larry, he's the guy from Hellride. Oh, so 
they go to the surface to track down this clone leader guy, and then chaos ensues. People sort of half freeze, and like at some point, there's a bow and arrow, and the main character just speaks overly dramatic the entire time. You lost me with girl holds mind conflict. I, I looked down yeah. at my phone for two seconds, and I totally lost what was going on. Like <laughs> it's it's. It's a it's a go get him procedural save your daughter with the hologram necklace, but maybe the cult leaders got him, but not. You're saying a lot of words, and there's this weird like Native American vibe sort of happening, and for some reason a hologram needs to use stairs. Is like, there anyone in this movie? No. Is this movie like looks like it was like a ten dollar budget. Speaking of cults, what's the name of that movie? Nicholas Cage, where he has to go save his wife from the cult. Mandy, Mandy, Mandy. Yeah. that looks that. awesome. Yeah, we need to make a play date for that one. Yeah. When's it coming out? Soon, right? Is it already out? No, I don't Man think... Man, see... I will, I'd have already seen it if it's out, because that trailer was banging. But 2307, Winner's Dream, I couldn't stop Are there other 2307 it. movies? I don't fucking know. But actually, this sets up, it sets itself up for a sequel, where they... Keep it's kind of like, it's also kind of got a Gears of War vibe Does it to it. like it's based on some comic book you never heard of? Maybe it feels like it's like really based on Blade Runner, like a lot of Blade Runner. Like it's called twenty three oh seven Winters, and maybe it's Colin Winters' dream came out in twenty sixteen. Yeah, the guy who wrote it is the main, is the main character. His name's like Biro Bombaboo or some shit like that. <laughs> Stormy Headley could get it. She might be the Nazi. Twenty three oh seven Winters' dream. Oh, Wood Smoosh. Oh, yeah. Like, a, like an upgraded Natalie Portman. <laughs> yeah, Stormy Henley can get it. She won uh, Miss USA Teen uh, Miss Teen USA in 2009. Yeah, well, there you go. I mean, you've got this guy, Amir Saidu. I'm sorry. This movie doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. Oof. Yeah, he's a... a, a Amar Saidu is an American actor, producer, and derma surgeon. He is best known for starring as Aran in the 2010 action film Akari Decision. Oh boy. What about Akari Warriors? <laughs> so the LA Times movie review says Winter's Dream plays like a parody. <laughs> it is. If it wasn't so heavy handed, it might be hilarious. It's fucking. It's a weird. It's as, it's extra, it's as extravagant as it is it's dilapidated. dilapidated. Yeah, it's, it's the it's, best description of anything that anybody's ever made ever. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's bad, and I just saw it. I was like, "Well, let's give this a whirl," and it's just, woo. I mean, they try and just do so much, and it's so not good. Yeah, there's like, I was trying to find more information on this, but there's like, it, it's been like a- almost scrubbed from the internet. And yeah, they don't we, want this to. They, they, they don't want to be knowledge. It's not even old. No, it's brand spanking new. I mean, here's the only description on fucking IMDb. In 2307, a soldier set on a mission to hunt down the leader of a humanoid rebellion. Holy shit! What? The guy that directed this... Mm -hmm. Joey Curtis. Joey Curtis wrote Blue Valentine, which is fantastic. Yeah, you love that movie. How the... He wrote that? Apparently. And he wrote this garbage. I've never seen it. you never no. seen Blue Valentine? Mm-mm. It's fantastic. It's really good. It's got I told you I went through that year where I mixed up that blue... Um, Ruin? Blue Ruin and Blue is the Warmest Color because I think they all came out the same day. Well, Blue Valentine is incredible and it's got Baby Goose in it. Is it better than Blue Ruin? No. Okay. I mean, I love Blue Ruin. Yeah, you should. 
But I, you know, it's the only movie of his I've seen. Well, now watch 2307 Winter's Dream, and then you can bat for the cycle of both films. No, he's made a lot of other movies, just ones that I've never seen. It. He's made like seven movies, it looks like. Seven movies? But yeah, that movie is... But... It sounds delightful. Like, it's... I kind of want to watch it. It right? is the ultimate... Netflix trash like it is ultimate Netflix that should be its own like reward on Netflix like you know how they have like certified like you hit the bottom certified like, this trash is this is like absolute garbage you're in the, you're in the fucking it reminds cell. me there's this really good Irvin Wells short story where it's about you remember those um have ever talked about this have you heard about this uh <laughs> Those like they used to get them. It was like the Leonard Maltin movie guy. It was like every movie made from 1962 to whatever that had like a synopsis. Yeah. Like this guy finishes like he gets his last movie, whatever it is, The Bridge of the Requires. Like finally crosses it off and he kills himself. <laughs> oh He's seen like every movie in the guide. That was his whole goal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. but yeah. Go see that. Twenty years old winner. Let's get into uh, Hugh Lai and uh, Chappie. Chappie. Neil Blumhouse's Chappie. Chappie. Chopper, chopper, chopper. Um, this is about having a robot baby. So Neil, uh, Neil Blam Camp, Blum Camp, <laughs> Blam Camp. He's known for bursting on the scene and making District Nine, which is he's, got, he's known for having a reverse career. Yeah, he made he's like a, got a Benjamin Button directing uh, career. Benjamin. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> District Nine is one of the best science fiction movies in the last twenty years. A hundred percent. Hundred percent agree. And, and it's a very subtle allegory. Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's excellent. I also found that funny. And, <laughs> and then Elysium came out, and you're like, well, it's half a good movie. And it looks cool. I never yeah. saw Elysium. Uh, you can skip it. Yeah, it's not worth watching. And then we are all like, well... Elysium wasn't great, but District 9 is really good. So then Chappie comes out, and we're all like, Chappie. well, it looks cool. Yeah. And we really want to like this guy. Yeah. And then we watch the movie. And Someone's I'll, watched it twice. I've seen it. This is uh, third time. <laughs> I've seen this movie. So you like this movie. I saw this movie three times. Does this movie get, before we get to your scores in the synopsis, does this movie get better as you watch it or worse? Because I feel like when you first watched it, you didn't like it at all. I hated it when I saw it yeah. in the theater. I watched this second time, and I still thought it was pretty bad. And this time, I'm just, like, indifferent to it. So I guess it's better. Okay. But more like it's beaten me into submission. And also, again, I don't mean to beat a dead horse, even though sound the thought of beating a dead horse does sound like a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, just <laughs> what do you do once it's done? Like, you just leave just, it there? Sure. You put it away? It's not mine. Put it away? It's dead. It'll just <laughs> put a stink up in the yard. Oh, it's in your yard? Well, I don't know. Where are you beating this horse? <laughs> I don't know. Is that like a farm? Yeah. Just down well, the it stinks up your farm, then. I live on the farm? What are we just so walking? Maybe, showing up maybe it's a dead farm. farm. Maybe it's a farm where you can act out metaphors. Oh, yeah. fuck. We just buried hatchets all yeah. day? Yeah. Beating, beating dead, dead horses? Trying to get blood from stones? <laughs> yeah, okay. I get it. Squeezing turnips. <laughs> um, cursing God. Oh, I do that on a reg. But, uh, anyway. Uh, no, like, uh, this... This gets the fucking movie, the podcast bump, where it's like, well, this isn't Cue the Winged Serpent. This isn't <laughs> fucking. It isn't, it isn't uh, Gog's nine rated or ten rated Cue the Winged Serpent, the perfect <laughs> film. I mean, this movie, we'll get into it, but this movie isn't like boring. It's just. Fr- it's, it's, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. frustrating. It, oh, yeah. It's pretty. Take it away, yeah, Gogs. Alright, so we're just gonna talk through how this movie works. So, uh. Is the Nopsis officially retired? 
Uh, no, it'll come back. I'm just taking a break. Me and, me and the Nops are taking a break. So, uh, so it's South Africa, so you know it sucks, oh, right? Did you okay, listen last week? I'm sorry, I just that you brought up Nopsis. Did you listen to the show last week? Yeah. We read the real well, I Steelers. Listened, I listened to the, the show last week where you guys shit on me for the first half hour. <laughs> and then you talked about real steel. It's true. Well, movie one. What is it with you on the phone at the movies, though? You're yeah, up and you doing it. You got it. I will stop. <laughs> I didn't realize it was a it was a thing. So, no, we read the Nopsis for real steel. Yeah, no, it was great. It went through the whole thing. No, it went through the whole thing. Movie. I feel like I saw it. Never, it sounds terrible. It was so bad. It is. No. <laughs> Hold on. Let's just for shits and giggles. What does yeah. the Nopsis for fucking Chappie say? Because well, there's the IMDb door, Josh. I like how we've officially shorted synopsis to Nopsis <laughs> yeah. now. Oh, it's more fun to say. Speaking of the show last week, I, def- I, just stand, I stand by my plot of Sicario 2 being okay. correct. Uh, it's not, though. But uh, <laughs> uh, So, so this, this is just... See, this isn't the whole movie. This is like what a normal Nopsis okay. is. It just kind of gives you a little brief rundown. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, guys. All right, so it's South Africa, so you know it sucks. Okay, it sucks so much. <laughs> Take that. That they're like, you know what we should do? We should make some robot pigs. Like, fair. So they get Slumdog, and they're like, hey, dude, make some robots. But while you're at it, we're going to have Wolverine over here remaking Ed 209 and fucking Ripley's in charge. Got it. So now, all of these chapbots are out there fucking uh, violating civil rights and just murdering drug dealers. But at least now Johannesburg is sort of livable and real estate prices are going up. And all of a sudden, was that a plot of the movie? It has to be, right? It's always about real estate. And I saw, you know, fucking Superman. So now, um, the ant word gets... Uh, <laughs> Gets all jacked up about. Oh, no, don't even show him that. It makes me uncomfortable. Ah, whoa! He's got little like bucket teeth. Yeah, they look like a like a one of those begging those oh. dog treats with the marrow. In it. Oh, it looks like he's got he's got like a mouth full of bonkers. I want to see it. I want to get a thumbs so, up. We're taking a meme break. Yeah, you don't get it. Yeah, I don't get that. So now, um, where was I? Oh, so uh, Ninja and uh, Holly Wobby. What's her name? Yolanda. Yolanda. Yolandi. Uh, they fuck up. Uh, they fuck up a heist or some jam. Or they for, steal a bunch of bread. Yeah, they. Uh, I think it was pills, wasn't it? Was it pills? I think it was pills it and was like bread. and methed out Carl Urban's like, fucking, you owe me a billion quid or whatever our fucking money might be. Some chabbers. So uh, now Rand? Maybe is it Rand? I think it's Rand. Okay, well you owe me three billion Rand, and they're like, all right, that's thirty. I don't American. know how much that is human money. Right. So now they're like, okay, we need a plan. Let's steal one of these police robots so that the police can't fuck with us. Turn, no, we want, we want to steal oh, a remote go. control for a police robot so we can unpolice the robot and then heist some shit. Like, great. So let's steal the slum dog and get him to do it. But instead, the slum dog's been making his own God Jesus bot thing, huh. trying to upload <laughs> consciousness onto an iMac. And he's like, no, great. no, 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 no. It's a Sony Vios. Sorry. Him, him, and Happy Birthday, Paulie Bot have been crunching the midnight oils <laughs> to get uh, a Sony Vibot to get going, <laughs> and they make consciousness.dat.zip.edu. Oh, all the file names in this movie are fucking hilarious. So he's like, "All right, well, fuck it then. I'm gonna go upload. I'm gonna go take the super chip that can kill everything for some reason because that allows me to rewrite the brains of this guy, and then zap consciousness brains into this thing, despite the fact that Ripley doesn't want me to. And the whole time." Fucking Hugh Jackson, they're going, see you son of a bitch. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, why did they cast Sigourney Weaver in this movie? She's in it for like. I think he just likes he, her. Because she needs a sexy science lady. For what? She's science. In it, she's in it for three years. She projects CEO. He has a pretty but 
aged actress in a sport coat fetish. Yeah, because that's the Jodie Foster in Elysium. Mm. Anyway, so now Ooh. are you a big Jodie Foster guy? I, uh, you know what? In a uh, in a uh, in a uh, Inside Man. <laughs> no. <Nell>. And <laughs> uh, no. Chicken so pain. speaking very fast of uh, Jodie Foster, I sold a guy a Travis Bickle painting that I did. Mm-hmm. Nice. And it was funny because he sold it to him, and he's like, oh, "Man, I really love that movie because in the '80s I had a Jodie Foster thing," and I was like. Did you try to kill her? Or did you try to kill Sir Han? Did you, Sir Han? Did you try to kill Reagan for her? Sir, Sir Han, Sir Han didn't have anything to do with Jodie Foster. No, who was, was the guy that tried to shoot Reagan? Hinkley, wasn't Jay it? Hinkley. Sir Han, Sir Han was the guy that shot Robert Kennedy. Yeah. Oh, but he wasn't Sir Han, Sir Han. No, but it was just funny the way he said because he was an older guy, yeah. and I was like, yeah, Jodie Foster story too. Like, what the fuck? I was like, here, just give me my money. <laughs> I gotta get him all. Yes, you want to hang out? So now, no, thank God. So, so. Uh, Catch him in the ride. <laughs> Ninja America and Yolandi <laughs> steal Slumdog and Slumdog's Rob, Rob, Robot Pots parts, and then they upload a baby brain into this robot, and then uh, Yolandi immediately fucking codes mommy onto him, and so now they teach about blocks and chickens and shit. Now the whole time Ninja's like, "Yo, we need to steal shit," and he tries to turn him to the bad side. And then the geek just your, walks your away. Your reading of Yo, We Need to Steal shit is better than any line reading he had in this entire movie. Yeah, Ninja is horrendous. He's fine. So now, uh, plot evolves as plot do. Uh, robot becomes more and more of a baby badass. Uh, they steal some cars from thieves, which is hilarious. That's the best part of the movie. Yeah. The entire time, Wolverine's brooding about how he can't get Ed 209 to fucking work within budget because they got to VE out all the extra like arm missiles and shit. Uh, but then he's like, oh shit, uh, fucking Slumdog, <laughs> oh shit, oh shit, <laughs> fucking Slumdog's over here putting, putting, uh, fucking smart brains in these toasters, I'm gonna deactivate everything and cause chaos, so then me and Ed 209 can then run ramshackle all over town and blow people to fuck. So that's his plan. Yeah. And it happens. Also, he loves Jesus. Also, he loves he Jesus. Hates robots. Yeah, he hates robots. But he loves robots. Because he makes robots. Well, no, he doesn't. He he's scared of. But that's the consciousness of a man. Yeah, he's scared of consciousness. A man that can rip another man in half. <laughs> so then, yeah. So then he does the un-Jesus stuff of ripping a man in half later. Anyway, you know you've got riots in the streets. All the robots have been deactivated. Riots in the, in, the, in the streets. Freaks in the sheets. You say it's some chappy. Chappy gets his brain half blown out. But then he gets yeah, rebooted, when, when, and he's and he's got a battery consciousness. He's got a battery MacGuffin, which only gives him a limited life, which allows him to be like uh, basically he, he a man. He uh, he he recognizes his own mortality. He's, a, he's Rutger Howard. And when now. they get these digital computer viruses, it violently blows the back of their heads off for some reason. <laughs> As computer viruses are wont oh, to do. <laughs> so now we got only the, we got the last chap standing, and you got riots in the streets. But now he tries to make some guards go sleepy time during a heist and realize that ninja stars hurt people. Now, this is enough to allow Wolverine to go into Ripley's office and go, we need to release Ed 209 right now. And she's like, oh, right? And so then he rockets out of the roof yeah. fucking mech-styly and starts shooting and He rips a dude in half. He blows holes in everybody. He miniguns, uh, he miniguns Yolandi. Ninja has a moment where he fights methed out uh, Carl Urban. Uh, everyone's getting exploded, including Ed 209, but 
Chappie, who is slowly dying, has realized that he uses this brain bucketing and uploaded his conscious to this array of PlayStation 4s that he got in an explosions deal. In a, in a pretty funny moment in the movie, Gogs is like... He, he has, like, a stack of PlayStation 4s, Chappie does, and Gogs is like, I need to fucking interlink these fucking things. And he literally does that later in the movie. Yeah, it was two scenes ahead. It was yeah. great. It's another one of those movies where a different movie shows up at the end, like they brought in the closer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now we got all this consciousness play in Kira play. Sedgwick? Nice. Uh, <laughs> thanks. So now... Uh, everyone's getting shot. Everyone's conscious needs to get uploaded to a to a fucking PlayStation Vita or what have you. Oh, Vita. <laughs> and now nobody has a Vita. No. So then I got one. They're jamming the brain bucket all over everybody. Yeah. Fucking Hugh Jackman gets put in a wheelchair. Song. Sixty bucks. I got a for, I got one for a mountain bike. Um, and then uh, Sigourney Weaver just resigns by running, grabbing her sport coat, and running out of the building, and then. <laughs> Uh, Chappie uploads Slumdog into the test dummy, and then the test dummy uploads Chappie into a burn bot, and then both of them upload Yolandi into a freshly minted robot. Even though these robots have been decommissioned, but they left the factory on and live for some reason? No, they turned the factory on. That was part of their bars and coding. Yeah, but like, why didn't they get rid of everything? But how'd they make that custom face, though? That's yeah. the question face you should be asking. 3D print. And now we're all set up for Chappie 2, Rise of the Robots. Rise of Yolandi. But this movie's fun. I liked it. I liked it more than these two. And I liked it as much as Alec would. This movie is super disappointing. This movie is a movie with an identity crisis. It doesn't know what kind of movie it wants to be. And it has a lot of good half ideas that just never come together. It's like, you got the movie about the robot that gains consciousness and then has to deal with his own morality. Or mortality. Both. And morality, yeah, yeah. robot baby, and that's interesting. Complex. But then you have to like shoehorn in the big robot fight at the end that's incongruent with the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Robots and, are meant to fight, and then you have the so first thing, the whole you. like conscious thing that's tacked on at the end of the movie. Because to me, the movie really, if you wanted the big robot fight, like have Chappie die, like sacrifice himself at the end. There's yeah. your movie. It's fine. But, like, you have the whole, like, consciousness thing uploads. The robot, like, you're right. Like, incongruence is the best word. The robot fight at the end is super incongruent to, like, the rest of the movie, which is a very small kind of human story. Yeah. And then you have Robocop fighting Ed 209. And it's like, uh... It's just like Ed 209 doesn't even roar. But Robocop is full of action. It's It's a a very small human story in the beginning. He's eating baby food. Robocop is not a small human He's soul. learning how to use his targeting com- computer. Did one of y'all send me the video where the guy, it's a stand-up comedian that's, like, talking about the goddamn, like, spike interface? No, that was me talking oh, about it on the podcast. Like, so what funny. is that for? That like, so they're just violently jamming <laughs> shit into computers. <laughs> Love that spike hand. Oh, it's so funny. I always wanted that thigh gun. Had to get a new thigh, though. What the... Yeah. Yeah. I always loved his the Robocop the actual gun. Mm-hmm. I just like the thigh holster. I think that's right. Take or leave the gun. You put a I also one of there. the one of the Frank Miller isms <laughs> I always liked in the comics is he always managed to draw that gun yeah. into his gun. and they put it in the the movie. They put it in Sin City. One of the security guards yeah. has the robot gun, the Robocop gun in his hand. I like that about Blood Dragon when you got that gun. Yeah. Let's talk about things we liked about the movie. So. The CGI Chappie is effect tremendous. is fantastic. What the the Chappie effect is amazing. It's so good. It's I shocking. was questioning the whole time if there was an actual like practical robot that they shot because it looks so. They good. gave an actual robot consciousness. He had a SAG card. No, I mean like like when he's standing next to the, the, well, you, like a T 
T eight hundred thing where they've got the top half or something. Yeah, like puppet. it's just covered in rubber. It looks really good. It does and it does it passes the eye test where he's constantly next. Chappie is constantly next to real people, and it doesn't look well, bad. Well, wow. maybe that's why they cast the antlers. It's the most extreme looking. Um, but I I love the aesthetic. Like again, like what Blum- like South Africa is a shithole. What Blumkamp yeah. is good at is develop like an aesthetic and an yeah. art style, and a di- like his direction is not. He's bad. a fantastic visual director. Yeah, it, it, it's on performances. Although sh- I think Shardo Copley's performance in the movie is excellent. Shardo Copley's good in this movie. Yeah, he's really. And good. I'm not the biggest Shardo Copley fan. I, I think I like him the best out of all of you here, but uh, I, I mean, Open Grave is nice. fucking awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. He's also really good that. in. Uh, it's on uh, Amazon Prime. You check it out. He's also really good in the A Team, even though that movie's yes God's better than I expected. Which is weird because I figure we like that movie, but Gogs hates it. I love that movie. I think the movie ends stupid. The whole movie is stupid. stupid. Let's make everything Chris Cross and Jamaroo. It's dumb. Um, oh shit, that's yeah. cool. Uh, yeah, and, Char- and just the Sean just shows an article. Uh, Copley did all the motion capturing for Chappie. Well, too. it translates. I mean, it translates the whole. It, it works well. He acts it out. It's nice. I don't hate Yolandi in this movie. She's actually surprisingly good in comparison, especially in comparison to Ninja, who is. Atrocious ninja. Like I was telling you guys, bef- ninja atrocious. <laughs> I was telling y'all before the movie started that apparently I was, I've read a lot about this movie after the fact because um, it didn't do very well. So it's one of those movies that like it seems like the movies that don't do well get written about more yeah. than the ones that do great. Because well, it's fun. Well, this, it's a it's an ambitious failure, which yeah. is always interesting. Um, Just like me. But apparently there was a lot more uh, ninja and Yolandi stuff <laughs> than Chappy stuff. But they had to cut a lot of it because Ninja was impossible to work with on set, and they just they just gave up after a certain point. They're like, yeah. "Fuck it, we'll just work with what we have." Because apparently he was just insufferable. Did he big time? Yeah, basically, and like yeah. like he acted like a rock star. Like he right. wouldn't show up. He like wouldn't like he'd be asked to do something. He wouldn't do it. Like shit like that. Yeah. And it's crazy because Blumkamp, for whatever reason, loves them. Them being Deantworth and like. I think Sean mentioned it maybe at the beginning of the show, but he wanted Ninja to be the lead in Elysium, which mm. kind of would make more sense. It would have made visually. way more sense because he's like we talked about in the movie. He's very interesting looking. Yeah, and in Elysium, it doesn't like Matt Damon doesn't read as poor and weird, destitute no. guy. He looks too handsome. He's too yeah. big. Like it just didn't work. Um, but that would have been interesting. I don't know if that would have fixed that movie, especially considering how bad an actor Ninja yeah. is, but it would have been something. It yeah. definitely would have been something to look at. The movie's very bland. Yeah. Elysium. Or yeah. yeah. Well, both, actually. It's like we solved the situation by sh- turning a switch off. I'm like, can't they just turn it back on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else did I like about this movie? That's about it. Yeah. I... I well, like you said, there's so many ideas. Like the idea of uploading a consciousness, which obviously you know is something I'm sure familiar with and fascinated by. But like the idea that you could do it with a helmet on a robot that you need to sit down and explain for like five minutes because <laughs> it makes zero sense. Well, the fact that it's the same helmet that works on a person that works right. on a robot. There's brains up there. But they don't. That's where a soul is. Yeah. Robot, Digital soul. The robot don't got soul no dot is JPEG dot MP4. <laughs> yeah. Digital soul dot GIF. Um. Souls on a divix. So what else? What what didn't we like about the movie? There's too much shit going on. It gets a little busy. It's very busy, and like it's like it's jumping like 
It almost seems like a, like a this is gonna be a weird comparison, but like a coffee and cigarettes, where it's like a bunch of vignettes about different people that are loosely related. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Like, because that whole the whole side plot of Hugh Jackman like disappears for like hours at a time. <laughs> yeah, you forget he's in the movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel this movie dragged though. No, not at it all. It didn't but it's drag. Just so old it was over the place. It. They got quick too much. It certainly didn't drag because they churn they ch- like crammed too, too many it. ideas into it that weren't full. Like they just needed to slow down and be like, okay, we got this. Let's work with that instead of just like, no, we got this, 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 this. It's like, hold on. This a is legit like four different movies, and then they're throwing Hugh Jackman's religious shit in there for no reason. Like, whoa, where the fuck did this come from? And Why it, is it important? And it's dropped. Yeah. As quickly as it's introduced, like it's just also it's the Christian act of like God instead of ripping a man in half with a giant robot is like somewhat incongruent. <laughs> also, the murdering that girl, like a yeah. murdering you, mur- murdering. Oh no, it's the murderlings. Oh fuck! <laughs> I, I, baby G. Allen and the murderlings. And then you have like <laughs> I don't know, like there's a lot of like there's a lot of oh we forgot one thing I think we all liked. The scene where Chappie steals all the cars. That shit is yeah, that's just fucking hilarious. So I like, I like get out of the car, you alcoholic. <laughs> so Chappie, Chappie is like a child, like yeah. literally like a he brain like is, a child. Yeah. So he, they can train him. Like they tell, they tell Chappie go steal that car because the guy stole that car from your dad. Yeah. Chappie does so like, trustworthy. The, the first thing Chappie does is because he wants to get even to help his dad. He like smashes the fucking car. With a pipe wrench. Yeah, and like. And then they they go in this great montage where he's stealing all these other cars. It's you shouldn't hilarious. steal other people's things. It's, yeah, it's fucking <laughs> hilarious. Um, more of that. Yeah. Well, give me more of that. Ninja robot, I like. Well, also he goes from like a baby to like a, a teenager. Well, to a teenager to like the most advanced being ever. Like the exponential growth is a little weird. You know what he is? He's fucking Morty Jr. He's the fucking Gazorpazorp like, <laughs> that ages in like a day and a half. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. But he's still kind of acting like a child even though he's like removed human consciousness. Like you're so, It just doesn't kind of like... There should be... If you're going to go that way he should be like a fully formed adult at that Again, point. he needs to slow down a but little the, bit. But, but it's like his intelligence is outpacing his ability to realize it or his morality associated with it. Well, I mean, even the morality I could get because he's a robot and he's only been alive for four days but he acts like a child still at the end. Like, I hurt you, Batman! Yeah, I hurt you. But, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you know Sean I mean? on this one. It's like it doesn't, but it's not as like compelling. Like you don't have that emotional stakes of something that's a fully fledged adult. I, don't know, I thought all this, I thought they did a pretty good job of humanizing him. No, I'm, I'm not saying no, humanizing. What him. I'm saying is the reason you're still like you're with him at the end is because he's still acting like yeah, a child, yeah, right? right? So you but feel the need to defend him. Yeah, if he like becomes right. Hal at the end, like it doesn't, you know. No, you see, that's a lot more menacing. Yeah. yeah, but even that would be something interesting yeah. to play with the fact right. that like. Like again, he turns full Ultron. Well, maybe not like full Ultron, but like you have that sort of like moral kind of middle ground where he's not the child anymore, but he's still like trying to decide what he wants to become. Yeah. Again, this is a different movie that I'm making. Yeah, the Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, I mean, but that, this is Chapper. <laughs> <laughs> he evolved from Chappy to Chapper. <laughs> it's also Chappist. Yeah. It's a movie that has an interesting. It's like an interesting allegory for like you know the idea of God as creations until it actually flat out says it between yeah, the two characters, yeah, which is a bit much. That's a little. And the one he keeps calling Dev Patel creator. Yeah, I, but he also calls him by his name. 
Which is like if you call God Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes he's God. Like, call me God in front of everybody else, but it's just me and you, you can call me Steve. Oh, also, okay. Dev Patel is fucking I was just about to say, if there's an actor that's worse than fucking Ninja, <laughs> Dev Patel, and that guy's a real actor. He's so I think bad. that guy got nominated for an Oscar. Really? I didn't. Oh, I think he is just... I genuinely... I didn't... Off every... My guilt? Maybe Nina's, maybe Ninja's so distracting. I didn't think he was that bad. Either. Every, he was just so weird. Every line he delivers is just like cringy as fuck. And maybe it's a maybe it's the dialogue. I don't know. But like, I, Sean said it during the movie. I think one of the biggest handcuffs this movie has is that the two male leads are just so horrendous. Yeah. Like they. They're just not giving you anything. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? There's nothing to attach yourself to besides Yolandi and the robot. And again, Yolandi does a great job. She does. She's doing work. Yeah. And Yolandi's like, get the best performance in the movie. You she might, might have a might, live actor. She, she might legitimately have yeah. thought she was having a baby robot. Well, you, like, identify with her right away. Yeah. You get what her yeah. motivation is. Like, she seems real. Yeah. And she is probably a garbage person you wouldn't want to be around and Probably. a dummy, so like it wasn't a stretch. It's not like Yeah. You know, she's not playing Ruth Bader Ginsburg or anything. Or G B. Dude, that'd be great. Also, Yolandi, Ruth Bader Ginsburg biopic. Young Ruth Bader Ginsburg was kinda hot. Yeah. Really? Yeah. She and Ruth Bader get it. <laughs> uh but anyway. But yeah, this movie's like very disappointing, like just like Elysium. I think it, I think even more so with this one. Yeah. Because it has shit we love, like the what makes you human, and like the state of consciousness, but then he puts on a bike helmet and hooks up the PlayStation 4s, which we didn't let him get away with it in fucking Fantastic Four, I'm not letting him get away with it in this. Yeah, it's all, it's always funny when Sony, <laughs> Sony movies, the, with the Sony movies that we watch, because it's like, only in Sony movies people use Vio computers, yeah. and then of course PlayStation 4s show up out of nowhere, and it's just like, okay. Yeah, you put a vial in front of me and might as well just throw a fucking like loose dick on my table like, is like one of the what was it that fucking Spider-Man 2 that we oh watched oh my god with and, a Sony Ericsson phone that ever, nobody owns right, ever. ever seen anybody with a Sony phone in the wild I've never seen I a think Alec had one really? did he really wow I, so. I know someone had a Sony Ericsson I've never seen a Sony Ericsson I think Alec also had a Vio at one point did he have a Windows phone too somebody we know no I know a guy that had a Windows somebody phone. we knew had a Vio I think Vinny might have had mm. a Vio was it Alec it's not, I know it's not Vinny. Alec, call in and tell us whether or not you got a Somebody Vio. I knew had a Vio. I've definitely seen a Vio, com Vio computer on the wild. A Vio computer. computer. Yeah. That should be the competition brand. They're all like horror themed. Nice. Vio, it's like eyeballs. Just full <laughs> puke. <laughs> Every time you push the keyboard, just like vomit comes up. Anything else we want to say before Gogs? we get into Five Knuckle Show? I feel like I've talked a whole lot. Yeah. I mean, I. I, I liked it, like so. It's like it's hard for me to bash it. So um, like I said I can't wait to hear the score. Um, I I think that the whole I like I love the whole thing between Chappie and Yolandi. I like while the I grant you the robot fighting is sort of uh, inconsistent with the rest of the film. I like robot fights, so it's hard for me to shit on them. They're not. It's not poorly shot. Yeah, no, like, the, the movie's pretty. Yeah, and the special effects are really good and. I. It's a fucking mess, I guess. But there's a lot of like I like. It's messes. eminently watchable. I'd That's say, like. a good way to put it. Yeah, there, you can. This you can sort of almost but this is like a background movie where you look up at all the good bits. Yeah. Yeah, I would. And I, when you try and string it all together into one cohesive picture, kind of, I guess, it kind of falls flat. There's definitely like a super cut out there where I could watch I think twenty could, minutes. Well, of this movie. it's two hours, right? So you could cut a half an hour of this movie, mostly the Hugh Jackman related shit, and make a pretty solid movie out of it. I think I'm yeah. blown away by how much. Actually, I, yeah, because him showing up in the big robot, you just be like, oh, it's just a big robot. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't even need to see Hugh Jackman in the control room. I think 
I think and his weird sexual potential when he's got Dev Patel humped up over that desk. Oh yeah. I think I'm blown away by how much I like Shardo because I, I don't really like Shardo Copley. I like him in District Nine, but everything else I see him in, I'm like it's fine. I but like I really thought he knocked it out of the park, like playing Chappie. Yeah. Like I oh. thought it was a really good job. I, and I think I've heard. I think the other thing is I've heard you guys and other people shit on this movie since it came out. Because when it first came out, I saw the trailers. I was like, I really want to see that. Yeah. And then it just got dumped on, dumped on. So my expectations, I'm gonna tell you, were this is an alien covenant thing. Floor. It's not nearly as bad as some of the other. It's not like the mummy bad. No, I expected that. So maybe yeah. that's it. I'm ca- it's catching a a low expectation bounce. Low. But I liked it. It's definitely not the mummy. All right, it doesn't count if you liked it until we get to five knuckle shuffles. Alec, I wonder what he would have thought. They just seven eight. It, it would either be like a nine or a two. You never told that guy. He's yeah. like he's, he's ethereal. He's a wild card. He's ethereal. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, it's not how I would describe, him, but it's accurate <laughs> the way you're trying to use it. Gogs, uh, I'm giving it a seven. I liked it. I liked it. Are you more tapering your score? I think because we brought yeah. the repo. <laughs> no, I feel like you want to give it an eight. <laughs> no, it's a like. It's, okay. I think actually, well, I think on initial, if we had just turned it off, it probably would have been an eight. The more I've reflected on it, it's a seven, but it's still enjoyable. That's fine. Yeah. What, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Would I want to watch it again? Probably. Um, I don't feel the need to own it, which I think is when you start. If you didn't have kids, what would you give this movie? Oh, probably like a five. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. No, that's a big. That is a mitigating factor here. Like there is a mitigation. There is a part. (laughs) There's a part of this that's like relatable in that regard, where it's kind of like okay, I get like it, it probably. Hit a little harder in some areas because oh, that. Should teach Vance to steal cars? Yeah, yeah. should Vance like bling and shit. <laughs> teach him to sleep people with switchblades. Spray paint tension on him and all that other weird bullshit. <laughs> Tomorrow on our way to daycare, we're gonna be listening to Dean at work. So oh, let's God. do it. I don't. Know, I wouldn't recommend it. They're very dirty. You can't even fucking stand yeah, them. That, he has a point. Mostly, the only things you can understand is the curse words. Like, I don't know how hard it is. So fuck. That's <laughs> pretty good. Thank you. But yeah, no, it's seven. Seven for me, dog. Don't steal my mm-hmm. Yeah, Too late. Sean. Do Crowsman see it? Uh, <laughs> six. Got no dick. It's not unmemorable, which is a five. Yeah. But it's got so many things that just flat out don't work. But at least they tried. They did try. <laughs> they they, did. It's a big swing. And like, they... It's, it's like a Baltimore chop. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just kind of... It's a, it's a Vlad Guerrero, like, just hits it off the dirt. And it yeah. just kind of goes to second he's base. swinging way out of the fucking zone. Like, he's in the other batter's box so, swinging at it. Mm. Um, Hall of Fame inductee like this year, by the way. Yeah. Uh, his son's playing. Yeah, apparently he's it's, really good. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a movie that is that easy to fuck up from a narrative <laughs> standpoint, but they try their damnedest to just... <laughs> they really do. It's like, this movie's like Taco Town. Right. <laughs> it's like, you know, enchiladas and a deep dish pizza. It's like Can a, we eat it now? Sure, if you want to miss a deep fried crepe and a hot dog. <laughs> That's it, right? Like, yeah. it's just too much. I agree. Alright, six. Eagles. Uh, it's also a six for me, dog. I agree with Sean. I was about to give it a five, but five isn't fair because a five would indicate that it is unmemorable. And it is certainly memorable. Yeah. But it's not seven eight territory because it just if if one of those through lines connected for me maybe 
But again, it's just a movie that it, it tries its damnedest, but it just it just doesn't work. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like I it don't work. It, it, it's it like needs the, a heavy edit. It's the fucking movie version of like a guy that just can't bat above the Mendoza line. Well, Neil Blomkamp's like a great offensive coordinator that just can't be a head coach. I think at this yeah, point, he's Kyle Shanahan. So he should be a director of photography and just leave it. Like he'd be a great DP, like or effect supervisor. Or just any get of somebody shit. else to write scripts. Yeah, he doesn't write his own. Like he he wrote. Well, he did write District 9. Yeah. But he wrote Elysium. Lightning in a pair. And he wrote this with somebody else. Just have somebody else write his movies. I feel yeah. like he... Like, visually... Like, just give every script you give to Ridley Scott to him. Yeah. It'd probably be amazing. Visionary director Neil Blomkamp. I mean, he's working on RoboCop remake, which I'm a little on the fence No, about. it's a sequel. It's, uh... It's... it's Well, it's kind of both, right? Because it's a sequel that that is if RoboCop 2 never happened. Right. Which I hate already. I'm like, oh. I hate the like the fucking retconny like. Well, this is like I hate when the movie has to have rules. The best yeah. RoboCop never happened. Who Robocop is two. the best RoboCop? Is that the one with Kane? Yeah, <laughs> you're doing a bit, right? Yeah, okay, I do. I do. I like RoboCop. Like, too. Unironically it enjoy has RoboCop one of my favorite too. lines in movie history. Isn't it a school day? That's all fucked up. <laughs> that's the best. RoboCop two is better. But RoboCop three. Yeah. yeah, but so is my, like, warm piss. Warm piss. Robocop 3 is fucking What's horrendous. Warm piss or cold piss? I'm thinking warm, warm piss is better than cold. Because right? at least you're there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this movie's just, just not great. I, I, It's like Sean said, I, again, like, this is very disappointing. Like, I want to like this movie so much, because I get... Then like it. I can't. It's just not good. Like, I mean, sex isn't bad. It's not horrible. It certainly gets a bump compared to the garbage we watch, but it's... it's well, it's a different what between a good hog and a great hog is four inches, right? So from a oh, six yeah, to a ten. Oh, yeah, it's dogs with his fucking... Yeah, but from a six to a ten, there you go. <laughs> yeah. But what's your, what was your... Do you recall when you first saw the theater what your initial reaction, what your initial score would have been? Would have been like two, oh, three? Oh, like a one. No, I hated it. When yeah, I, I remember, you, I remember yeah. you being like but vocally it's a, it's a opposed different atmosphere to when you spend thirteen dollars to sit in a theater for two hours by yourself. Mm. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah, again, you get softened by things and <laughs> watching. Things. First of all, watching a movie with y'all is not like watching a movie in a theater because I'm talking the whole time. Right. And like, it's a much more enjoyable experience. It's yeah, it's not as painful, and yeah, it's like I don't know. Again, I've well now that you, you're familiar with the story, you can kind of see like the technical merits of the movie a little bit. Probably. I think on the first blush, you're like, oh, like the whole how nothing works just seems. Much more egregious in the moment than it does when you kind of back away and look at it as, as a whole. But uh, yeah, it's it's not very good. It's initial incongruity. I still a jarring. Now here's a question for the room: Do we ever think that Blumkamp's going to get back to his District Nine glory? Or I don't know if not that's... close. Can he make another good movie? Yes. Yes. Is he? No. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I feel. No. I feel uh, like... He has a short that I haven't seen that just came out last year. But... I watched it. Is it? It's pretty cool. Yeah. But all it's his shorts, Rocker or something. All his yeah. shorts are amazing. There's a short for this. Yeah. That's well, incredible. It's totally different though. Like yeah. if the robot works in an office. There's so I mean there's, no, but there's there, oh there's a different short. Oh, okay. There's one. Oh yeah. yeah that's yeah, kind of yeah. like the newscast right, at the gotcha. beginning of this. Yeah. That's awesome. There's a lot of awesome, there's a lot of neat ideas present. If he just sits down and maybe focuses on one, and sees it's like a seven-year-old. Then it's gonna be a fireman, and then they're gonna be in space. And then it's you know what I want him to make? It, this is like sense and sensibility. Yes. No, I want him. You ever play the video games, the front mission games? Yeah. 
He needs to make a yeah, front mission. You'd love movie. it. It's a fucking. It's, it's a weeks turn-based strategy game. Oh, yeah. okay. I fucks with it. And they're it's awesome. Yeah. At least the last one I played was on like PS One. It was yeah. fantastic. But that it'd be a, like a big robot yeah. war, but told through like have him remake robot jobs. news stories. Like he's so good yeah. at. Like almost like my image is like. A World War Two like serialized like yeah. from the from the front lines, but yeah. like it's the fucking robots fighting. Dude, World War Two like, next stuff. The the movie wouldn't even be about the fucking war; it'd be about like entrenched reporter yeah. or something. There you go. You wrote a movie. Yeah. Get Neil Baumkamp on the phone. Wouldn't that shit be awesome? I, I, I was then there's gonna be fucking spacemen and all kinds of other shit to going on. Have you seen that that crazy Metal Wolf Chaos XD or whatever? It's yeah, so we talked about the game a million times. Like favorite white game. whale. Like yeah. a, they're re-releasing it. Yeah. 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 In England, regular speak this time. Yeah, yeah. And in English, it's too. about the president becoming. The president a... pops out of the White House with a mech and fights. I never even heard <laughs> the of this. Fights the vice president and another mech. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Finally. So it's well, who's picks it next week? Alec, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I think he teased Pan. That what? doesn't look good. What was his other one? It was Australia. Australia. That's like three hours long. Oh no, it was uh, X two. Swordfish. No, I, hope I keep pulling for swordfish just because it's short. I thought we found out that it wasn't short. Well, it was an hour and a half. No, Why didn't we watch that tonight? Short. I tried to, but I got a chappy. Oh, my pick. My I, I didn't pick Lane Miz. Thank God. I was gonna pick Van Helsing, but that was two eleven. I'm shocked that movie's that long. That this movie is two hours. How long is the old money? The old mummy movies, same director, so I imagine they're probably two plus, right? The what Brendan Fraser one? I I feel like they're like two, yeah. All right, well, well uh, boys, mole hold bed. That's right. All the stuff you like, and all the stuff you don't. Later, boners. I think you can fuck with someone like dust. What you mean, someone like dust? Yeah, that's buff. Kelani, do that thing.
Ik heb een beetje fokken. Hey.